My name is Dr. Keith McLaughlin, and you are listening to the Limitless Life Cairo podcast. I want to thank you so much for tuning into this free healing information. And ultimately, we're hoping to impact not only your life, but the lives of your communities as well as the world. We are here to help you level up to your limitless life. And of course, anything that's said or done on this podcast does not constitute any medical advice, treatment, or diagnosis. Please seek out the proper physician or healthcare practitioner. Enjoy. This week, we're going to cover five tips on basically mentally navigating your internal world. Now, a really huge part of your healing journey is making sure and have awareness around where your perspective is. What perspective are you holding? What narrative are you holding currently? And what new perspective needs to come in? We can't make any change. And of course, if we're going to heal, there's like something that's shifting, something that needs to change. And we can't make that change unless we have a new perspective or a new way of looking things. Because our current way of seeing the world and our current way of working in the world isn't working for us. And we need to upgrade to a new version, right? And so that requires new data and new perspective. And that oftentimes that will come with challenging the old perspective. Uh, so be prepared for the kind of a little bit of discomfort in challenging what you know and what you're sure about. So perspective is really important. So these five tips are pretty much isolated around different ways or different tricks to essentially shake up the box a little bit and see your reality and see the way you've been looking at things in a new way. So here's the first tip. And that's um, observe other areas of your life. So oftentimes a problem in one area isn't really a problem truly in one area of our, our life. I don't recall where I exactly heard this from, but this is a really huge quote I often refer back to. How you do one thing is how you do all things. So if you're struggling with communication in your business, you might be struggling with communication in your relationships. You might be struggling in communication with your friends. You might be struggling with communication in general. Right. So finding this kind of connecting thread, essentially, that is weaving through all these other areas of your life. And what happens is we might be looking at, let's say, in our relationship right now, maybe in an area of your relationship of your life is that you have a certain perspective in what you're bringing to it. And you just can't figure out how to solve this problem. You keep kind of banging your head against the wall and you're like, gosh, I, I can't figure out what the issue is. See if that same exact issue comes up in another area of life. Because it might be easier and more clear when you have a new perspective of seeing it in a different area where let's say, let's use the same example like communication, right? So if I'm struggling with communicating with my partner, what I might find is, oh, I'm struggling with communication in business. How do I fix this communication problem in my business? And what you might find is through solving that issue, it naturally will solve the same issue that you're having struggle in communication in your relationship. So what we're finding is this general principle or fundamental thing that is going on in your life and getting that fresh perspective allows us to get new information and allow us to see a new perspective that help us to change or move towards and make a step towards uh, making a shift in our healing process. Now, this is tip number two. Um, this is something I often use, which is inversion. Uh, this came up with the uh, podcast uh, with the DeRossets. And if you listen to that one, this will make sense because we talked a little bit about that, but I'm just going to reiterate some of that. So inversion thinking or inversion logic is what I refer to as is essentially you kind of flip it inside out. So think of it like a t-shirt, right? You take your t-shirt and you flip it inside out, right? So instead of saying, hey, I have communication problems in my relationship, ask yourself, do I have communication problems with myself? 
You see how I'm flipping it? Instead of saying, do I have communication issues externally? Do I have communication issues internally instead? Right? So what we're doing is we're basically taking our current problem. We flip the question inside out. Um, so instead of saying, you know, um, I'm craving attention instead of asking maybe like, do I give enough attention to myself? Right. Or if you feel like you have low self-esteem, feel like, take a look at like, instead of just how do you treat yourself? How are you noticing the people treating, uh, treating you around you? Right. Maybe it's a change need to need to change your environment or change the people around you or change the people that you're around. Right. So all I'm suggesting is pretty much just flip the question or flip your perspective inside out and ask the question in a slightly different way and see what comes up. And it's not necessarily to get you to a new answer, but give you a new perspective or new data and a new way of thinking things um, so that you could see it in a new light, which allows us a chance or a possibility to actually progress and move forward in our healing journey. Um, oftentimes, you know, if we feel like, and this is probably the cheesy line that we've always heard, which is like, oh, if you, you know, are wanting love from somebody else, but do you have enough love for yourself? Right. And so this is just another perspective that's added on and allows us to really see deeper and look deeper behind the illusions that oftentimes come up in our life. And sometimes that first question we ask is coming from the current level of perspective. And we need to ask the question from a new level of perspective, a new version of us. And so maybe even asking that that question, which is, what would my new version that's showing up or my new version of me, what type of questions would they be asking for this case instead? Now, uh, number three. So that number two was inversion. Number three, negative logic. Um, and this is oftentimes, this is what I refer to as, what you want to do with this one is essentially you find everything that doesn't match up. So instead of asking, you know, why am I not getting more love in my life? Asking, where do I have love in my life? Again, this is kind of similar to inversion thinking where it's kind of like flipping it inside out. So instead of looking for what is, you look for what is not. Essentially, you're looking for those not nots or right those double negatives or different things like that. And this is something that actually often doctors will do. They call it ruling out something. So instead of trying to find what's wrong with a person, trying to find the diagnosis per se, instead we're trying to figure out what is definitely not the diagnosis. And so this is a form of negative logic where we're trying to rule out stuff so get stuff off the table. Very similar where it's like you can take your perspective or the way that you're looking at your current problem in life and look at it in a way of like what's the certainty that it's – what is definitely not the issue here or what definitely doesn't need to change or what's definitely like off the table. And so that will help us kind of zero in and we combine we can combine this with inversion logic to get a little bit more different type of picture of how we're looking at our current reality. <laughs> Now, the next one I want to talk about, this is uh, number four, is inductive, deductive, and retroductive logic. Um, these are, of course, inductive and deductive are commonly known ones. Um, deductive is commonly, you'll probably hear about Sherlock Holmes all the time. They always refer to Sherlock Holmes. So inductive is from specific to general. Deductive is from general to specific. Well, what does that mean? And I'll talk about retroductive here in a few. So inductive is, when I say specific to general, if I eat fast food for the next week and I gain five pounds, therefore, every other human being on the planet, if they eat fast food the whole week, they'll gain five pounds. And so what I'm doing is I'm taking a very specific sample and then I'm claiming the rest based off of that. This is really good for efficiency, but as you can tell, it can sometimes lack specificity because we're generalizing a statement. 
is like essentially stereotyping type of logic. Um, so keep in mind of this is often comes up in like projections and the way we look at um, certain issues that are coming up in our life. We might get really focused on like our specific issue and then generalize that statement. And we make that assumption on everybody. And that assumption might be a locked perspective of the way we're looking at reality. Now, the next one, which is deductive, is from general to specific. So we're saying if all of the U.S., um, in all of the U.S., when we notice that a large majority or a large group of people, when they eat a lot of sugar, they get diabetes. And I'm just generalizing. I'm not, none of these are like actual facts. I'm just like generalizing this type of stuff. So if all these people eat, then if I take a specific sample, let's say we take somebody from, I don't know, in the middle of Iowa, if they eat a lot of sugar, then they'll get diabetes. So we're taking a general massive amount of data. Now, this isn't as efficient because we're taking a massive amounts of data, but it has a like li higher likelihood of being correct because we're going from a general premise and then we're filtering it down to something more specific. We're like, here's the big picture idea. Here's more specific. So how can this apply to something like, let's say, in the healing journey, right? Is what's the general premise of what's actually going on here, right? So you might be like, let's go back to the communication. I'm having communication issues in my relationship, right? What's the general thing going on here is what are you wanting from your relationship? What is happening in the relationship? Is it like a partner? Is it friendship or anything like that, right? What's going on in that relationship and what are you craving? I'm craving connection. I'm craving a partnership. I'm craving uh, to have a husband or wife or I'm craving somebody more supportive, right? What would be the benefit then of creating that communication, right? And so it's like we're moving from this general premise of like what's the big picture thing going on here and what does this have to do with more specifically what's going on? Now, third one, which I'm going to talk about is retroductive logic. Now, retroductive logic, you probably have heard it before. Um, retro being backwards or like from behind, um, ductive being a process. This is the split up the prefix and the actual content of the word. And so essentially what I refer to as, this is my understanding of it, is it's reverse engineering. So what we're going to do, and you've probably done some type of reverse engineering, right? We start it with the end in mind, and then we find our way back to the beginning. So if you've ever done those little silly mazes at a restaurant, right? Have you ever, instead of starting at the start, you start at the end? And what's interesting is it makes it easier and quicker because it really quickly rules out. This is very similar to like negative logic. It really quickly rules out all the things that can't happen, physically can't happen. That's impossible, right? So again, let's, I'm just going to keep using the same example because I can't get creative and think of a new thing, um, is think about communication in this relationship. What's the end goal? What do you want it to look like? And what is it looking like? Is that uh, being very conscientious of your partner? And so then being in conscientious of your partner, that would mean that where you're at right now is you don't have enough conscientiousness. So would there be something that you can implement where your partner reminds you like every time you come home to start creating the habit and you can work with your partner to create the habit of becoming more conscientious, which allows more communication to happen, which eventually allows the bigger picture, which is the dedu deductive, which is to have more connection with your partner. Right. So this is another method where what we do is we flip the maze, essentially, instead of starting at the start, let's start at the end and then find our way back to the start and then see how we can get our steps to make it there. Now, for the final tip, which is the fifth tip, and um, this one is second order thinking. So instead of first order thinking, we're going to move to second order thinking. What second order thinking is, is we're thinking about the secondary or even tertiary or quaternary effects of what we do. So 
let's say you're, you know, you get a donut because why? You're hungry. That's the first order thinking. I'm hungry. I see food. I'm going to eat it. This donut looks tasty, right? What's the secondary effects of eating that donut? Ooh, that was way too much sugar. That made my stomach upset. Ooh, uh, I did this, you know, 15 days in a row. I'm starting to gain weight. I'm starting to cause this. I'm starting to cause, I don't know, go back to the diabetes example, right? Um, Is it starts having secondary effects and tertiary effects down the line. And then, you know, if I eat really crappy my whole lifetime, that leads to eventually my kids um, not benefiting from my bad healthy habits. And then they have changes in their gene pool. And then that changes their likelihood of success in life. That changes how their mentality is. That changes, you know, like there's tertiary quaternary and it just keeps going. There's effects that happen down the line. Now, this isn't to like produce anxiety where it's like you're thinking so far ahead where you're just blown out of proportion, but it gives you a good perspective of what happens secondarily after I choose to do this. If I choose to get work done now instead of later, what's the secondary effect of that? I don't have to do it later, right? But if I have to do it now, oh, it's, you know, it's painful. I got to go get it done now. I have to put the work in. I don't get to do, you know, um, go sit on the couch and watch TV or whatever your first order thing is of um, what it is that you're actually holding on to. So they'll have, you'll have things that will be in your forefront of your mind, but starting to think of what's the secondary and tertiary effects of this. Now, I hope all these things have given you a new perspective and kind of added a little bit of value back into um, kind of looking over your own healing journey. And these are just different methods. It's very raw and very heady, of course. Uh, These are different methods of logic. And, you know, I I kind of refer to them as like mind mapping or like creating a map in your mind of like how to process things or a process of processing, um, essentially, (laughs) as meta as that is. And so these forms of logic, I hope they really kind of give you a new flavor, a new way of looking at things in your life. I have found these things to have a truly extraordinary impact on my life. And really, I've been using them by pretty much my entire school career. So they've helped me out quite a bit uh, in schooling as well as learning and uh, learning new ways to do all sorts of things that you probably can't even imagine. And always remember to stay limitless. Thank you for listening to the Limitless Life Cairo podcast. Of course, make sure to send us your feedback on what you thought of the episode or any other topics you want us to hop into. And please do share with those who you think it might impact and help change their lives. And of course, if you're out in Tucson, the city's sunsets, and you're looking for a healthcare practitioner, you can look me up, Dr. Keith McLaughlin, at www.limitlesschiropractic.org. Then click schedule now and you can sign up for a free consult with myself and see how we can start getting your life to something even more extraordinary. See you soon.